What's good, everybody, man? Uh, you know, this is That's How You Feel. We're back. It's been a while. I'm your host, Jacob, with my boy, Quinlan. What's up, Quinn? What's up, man? It's been a good month. How you been? Hey, man, you know, I've been big chilling, you feel me? Uh, ain't been doing much. Just, you know, chilling, watching sports, living life. Good holiday, good new year, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was, we, I got a little, uh, I kind of ruined Christmas, low-key. I got a little hungover on Christmas. And, oh, I you know, my mom my yeah. mom was kind of mad at me. I saw that. And, you know, it's throwing up and stuff, but that's besides the point. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> oh, bro. My mom has a video of me drinking a quarter of the screwball. Like, just. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of tough. <laughs> well, you know, 2021. Happy New Year, everybody. It's first episode of the year. It's a big year for us. You know, we both graduate, blah, 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 Ew. in a couple months. But yesterday, January 6th, it's a sad day in the U.S. of A. Ooh, that was kind of a bar. Okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, it was, a pretty, it was a pretty bad day. You know, I guess everybody most likely saw it, you know, if not everybody. Uh, you know, some people, uh, some Trump supporters uh, stormed the Capitol yesterday. And... It was not a good sight to see. Like, before I see that, I thought it was, you know, like, shoot and kill type of stuff over there. I'm not going to lie. But yeah. I don't know what the rules are. But that's what I thought it was. Yeah. So, I w- actually, I can touch on that a little bit. When I was in D.C., I think it was two years ago, uh, when I was with Marquette Women's Basketball, uh, I went, like, we were, it was, like, me, Miles, and Jackie. Like, we were walking outside the White House. And we were, like, looking at the White House. And they had, you know, these people strapped up there, like, these security people. And I jo- it was really like snowing, like pretty hard outside. And I jokingly it was like talking to one of the officers. I was like, "What would happen if I just like threw a snowball over the fence? Like, what would you do? Is if we we would arrest you right now?" Like, and I'm what 200 yards from the White House, 300 yards from the White House, whatever it is. And he's like, "Yeah, we'll have to arrest you if you do that. So please don't do that." And I was like, "Okay, like yeah, sure." <laughs> like, oh. Big macho man. Yeah, but I'm thinking like, okay, you arrest me for throwing a snowball at the White House. Where the president lives, and this was downtown. I mean, time. and then it's at the Capitol building, I guess. But it's still like you have all these senators and like representatives, like you have all this security for the president, but nothing really for the for um this le- the legislatures. So I thought that was kind of maybe, maybe dude thought you just had an arm, bro. Maybe he thought you had a cannon. You know, you could have broke a window or something. I don't know. Maybe he was just thinking you were like um some Patrick Mahomes type of stuff. No, I know. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that was a compliment. I don't know. You know, you'd have to ask. Yeah, but then I was just, like, comparing that to what I saw yesterday. And you saw these people would literally walk right into the Senate chambers. And it was just yeah. whatever. But um, what were your thoughts on it as a whole, like, yesterday? Just give me your – give me everything. Give me give me it all. Basically, it's, like, you know, Black Lives Matter, all those movements. First of all, like, I, you know – People have probably already heard this. Imagine if, you know, that was a Black Lives Matter movement storming the Capitol. Yeah. You know, I think it's pretty obvious to say after what we saw this past summer with the uh, protests and riots or whatever that, you know, you know, they're on the Capitol. It's a little intense. And they're getting, you know, shot with rubber bullets, tear, tear gas, all that. We didn't see anything yesterday. We saw some officers taking selfies, you know. They was just chilling. Like, oh, yeah, welcome to the Capitol. Flick up with me real quick. You feel me? And it's just like, man, so when I think of this as like a whole, um, 
you see that, you know, Black Lives Matter people, we march for, you know, police brutality or against police brutality. We're marching for people that have died, you know, people that have lost their lives. And we're marching for, you know, what we want to see better. Prevention. We're marching for people's lives. But these people are, you know, protesting whatever they're doing because they, they lost an election. They lost. They lost, you know, I'm not going to say a game, but, you know, they're storming the Capitol for losing a game, you know, losing a vote. They lost, and they're going to storm the Capitol. When we do things, you know, not the same to that certain extent, but when, you know, black people, brown people, whoever's uh, protesting, when we do something, it's after somebody, you know, a death, you know, somebody that's been murdered, not losing a vote to the presidential election. Mm-hmm. And just the difference between those two things, I don't know. I just think that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen anything like this before. I mean, this, you know, it's just, it was kind of weird, to be honest. It For me, it always comes back to different laws for different people. Mm-hmm. And it's like that, like, just those few words have been the narrative for, I think, what you can keep coming back to for a lot of different things, like a lot of different events. I've been thinking about that with, you know, police brutality as a whole. You know, beside Jacob Blake, the officer who shot Jacob Blake seven times, he didn't get charged. He didn't, there was nothing that happened to him. Um, so it's like, you look at that, and I we've talked about, I talked about this on the show. It was one of the earlier episodes about how one of the only times a police officer in the city of Minneapolis has been arrested when it was a black officer shooting a white woman. Um, doesn't make it justified. The officer should have been criminally you know in jail whatever um but he got sentenced i think like 13 years in jail for that so you know and you have a white officer guys armed with a knife like not, what's he gonna like throw the knife like what's her name and uh hunger games like it's not freaking katniss everdeen yeah yeah like they're not gonna it's a knife like in you know, understand like you're reaching for you don't know what they're reaching for but just like de-escalate the situation as a whole like the guy's walking away from you with this kid. It was like three cops. He was trying to get into the car, wasn't he? I mean, everybody's seen the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look at that, and I'm like, okay, white people have certain laws. Black people have certain laws. I honestly think the uh, um, the National Guard that came in to the city of Kenosha last night, it was like 1,500 National Guard troops ordered by our governor, Tony Evers, in Wisconsin. Like, <laughs> I honestly think that police presence in Kenosha was way bigger than that police presence yeah. was. DC. Yeah, so, at the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. You know, in Kenosha, like, yes, I understand that Jacob Blake, you know, the person that, you know, dude wasn't even convicted, some BS, but like, they have all those National Guard people and all those police officers in Kenosha because there might be a protest. Mm-hmm. Well, at your Capitol, you know, the, whatever they call it, like the, the pinnacle of your country is kind of like under attack by the public. Right. And there's, I don't see any type of defense. <laughs> it's like, oh, come in, have a cup of tea, eh? You know, have a cup of tea. Yeah. Sit in uh, Nancy's office, you know, look at her mail, see what she's doing, you know, whatever. Have some fun. And I uh, just, I don't know, it's ridiculous. And I, it's, I mean, like you said, you know, what would it have been like if these were, if this was like a Black Lives Matter protest? Uh, I, I think it's very, 100% honest and truthful to say that it would be completely different. I think there would be way more arrests. 13 people were arrested hours after the, the incident had happened. Police officers were opening the gates 
to these protesters. They opened the gates. They, there was a video of them opening the gates. They were taking pictures with these protesters. They were opening the door for these protesters, letting them in. And then you have what? You have black and brown um, custodial staff cleaning up after the white mob. And I saw, it was a video of that I saw on Twitter. And it's just like, what kind of world do we live in, man? And it always comes back to like this dude that was in the dude that's in the presidential office right now, Donald Trump. And, you know, he can say whatever he wants, but at the end of the day, he's 1000% responsible for this. Ted Cruz is responsible for this. Um, that other, uh, Holly, Howie, whatever his name is, uh, the other Senator. Yeah. He's responsible for this. People who support this, this president is responsible for what happened yesterday. I think Trump came on, uh, gave like an hour long, or like a little video on Twitter, and he said, like, I love you guys. Like, he's saying, I love you to these people who just invaded our nation's capital. Like, well, that doesn't make sense. Every, anything he does or anything that happens in this country, it always comes back to him and what he will gain from it, what his publicity will be like. Um, so it was just, it was a sad day. And, you know, you hate to see it, but at the, at, at the end of the day, I keep getting surprised by these people. You know, you try you try to lay out what Trump will do and try to predict what he'll do, but time and time again, he continues to surprise me. Um, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, this is a big shocker, but I don't know. Like from what I've seen over the past, I mean, even going like way back to like 2014 and Eric Garner, you know, and you know, seeing that. Nothing really happened, you know, to the police officers all the way to now. You know, it's kind of like one thing after another just kind of comes up. And I don't know, it's kind of sad to see that. I don't know. I know a lot of people, you know, of my complexion, the people that look like me, people I know, people I see on Twitter that are black. Like, we're not really surprised anymore. And I think that's a bad thing, you know. Yeah. Like, we kind of just expect the worst to happen to our people, you know. It seems he just Trump just keeps pushing this bar, right? Like for me, I think that's why I keep getting surprised. And he's been given such a long leash of what is acceptable as a president, and he keeps keeps uh, that leash keep, just keeps getting longer and longer. Like when I saw that headline that people were invading the Capitol, I like, I just never thought that would happen ever, ever. I just don't understand how people, you know, like gravitate towards a man like Trump, like, so heavily. Like, you could, if Trump went up to some of these, you know, Trump supporters and, you know, was like, you know, go shoot this guy. Like, you know, I mean, not shoot, maybe not to that certain extent. But, you know, go do something of, mm -hmm. like, significance, like, in a bad, you know, meaning, a bad manner, then they do it. Like, they, they I don't know, maybe he's a good businessman, you know. <laughs> I mean, he, does, he is a good businessman. So, man, he knows how to talk to people, obviously. But the way people, like, just love this guy. Scary. will do what he wants to do. It's crazy. Because yeah. it's like, wait wait till he's out of office. And, you know, wait till he starts, I don't know. You know, after office, he's still going to have, you know, probably the same type of pull with, you know, like his tweets. And if he's seen on TV saying something, you know, people are still going to follow this guy. Yeah, because it's not it's not going to get any worse because, you know, it's not going to really get better since Biden's in office. You know, like Trump's still around and Trump still had 70 million plus people vote for him. So, like, 
you know, people are still going to follow what this guy has to say. They're just going to have to live under, you know, like new laws or whatever, like whatever Biden brings into office. Yeah, it's going to take it's going to definitely take for him to kind of like move out of move out of the minds of people. Like he's going to live rent free in a lot of people's minds for a long time until he's probably dead. Mm -hmm. It's like I think he said that uh, uh, it was like one of his earlier speeches. He can walk down some street, shoot a guy and nobody's going to say anything. Like the laws that he has and the leash he has, like what he can and cannot do as president is just ridiculous. We've never seen it ever in history before, which is why, like, and he's even talked about running in 2024 again. So you're going to be too old, but yeah. Yeah. But who cares? Like at the end of the day, we have, um, Warnock and Ossoff, the two senators from Georgia who are coming in. And I think depending on how quickly, Congress moves if they invoke the 25th Amendment or not. I don't think they'll be able to have enough time to impeach him. But if they impeach him, then he won't be able to be president again or run for president again. Um, but regardless, man, it just comes back to like just different laws for different people to me. Like I think Trump said in an earlier tweet, I saw, I've been going on Twitter all the time lately. Just but different strokes for different folks, man. Yeah, I think he said that people who. I you talk about Portland and all the riots that were going on at Portland. Um, and he said, if you damage it, like a, a government building or like uh, the police officers or whatever, it's like you'll get sent to jail. It's a maximum of 10 years, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, if you believe that, just stay true to it. Like, stay true. Like, the people who are following you, tell them to, you know, to go to jail and to be put put in prison. So. It's just crazy. It's just crazy to me. But it's just wild that we're going to talk about this. Uh, he's like, this can be in history books. He might go down as the worst president of all time. I mean, there's going to be so much stuff that even just us have covered on this podcast that are going to go down in the history books. Yeah. You know, we, like, last summer, that was a crazy time. Like, that was, to me, yeah, they stormed the Capitol, but that was more crazy than now. Everything that was going on, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I've like, I mean, we haven't lived in a time where it's been that bad. Like, that's the first time we've seen that. Yeah. And then on, like, five months later, after all that happens, there's an election. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know if you want to say it's a coincidence, but that's crazy. That's like crazy timing. Like everything that happened in the summer, and you know, a little bit before that, and a little bit after to now, like we're going through all this, and there's an election right now. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I don't know, you know, it's just kind of makes you a little speechless. It's, it's you know, going anywhere either. It's going to be exactly. Right. And COVID's happening. Like and we yeah. think about that, and it's like that's not even the least of our worries. Even though that thing's killed over two hundred thousand people, you know, we, we don't even think about that because we got a freaking clown in the office. And the UK clowns rushing the capital. And like the UK right now, they have like extremely high like coronavirus rates and all that and death rates and all. so nothing's slowing down that's just crazy like nothing's ever getting right. down uh it's ridiculous I, I think the one good thing i saw that came out of yesterday that really wasn't intended to be a good thing but a couple of people took it and ran with it was that one capitol police officer who was running down that hallway hit that dude with the no look mace while he was running down the hallway, Patrick Mahomes with the mace. It was, I laughed. I had to laugh. It was pretty Have cool. you seen, you know, that one pass LeBron made when he like faked it and then threw it to the yeah, center yeah. underneath? They were doing that one as well. 
Yeah. <laughs> or how about that uh that old lady that was just sitting in the Capitol? She all looked like super confused and stuff. Yeah. I Dude. saw a lot of uh jokes. There was like this one black guy in the Capitol. And like the quote retweet was like, where would they put the stimmy or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a stimmy. Where would I hide? That was hilarious. They're also talking, dude. That was walking through. Apparently, he just had like a super dope fit on or something. Like he, like he took a picture with. He was there taking pictures. I saw a post of him uh, on Twitter, and I was like, yeah, this is why he was there yesterday. Yeah, he took pictures with some statues or something. Yeah, he just want to show up with the fit. Um, Dang, respect. Yeah, Twitter was going nuts. But, you I mean, know, if you think about it, like those people, like I don't know if what thing is gonna happen to them if they get arrested or not. But you know, I don't know if there's any young people in there like our age. Can you mm-hmm. imagine, like in 15 years, they're like, "Yeah, son, you know, 15 years ago I stormed the Capitol, no big deal, like something like that." It's like, yeah. dang, you know, it's kind of crazy. Well, I've seen like people who who were at the Capitol. They've already been arrested or not arrested. Sorry, but they've been fired from their daytime job oh this one dude was a lawyer and i think he was he came from texas to go to this rally and he got fired the next morning because he was on social media talking about how the election was rigged and everything yeah i saw this uh you know who stacy abrams is right yeah so there was this dude he's a tennessee i think he's a tennessee football like assistant coach and he like tweeted something he was like yeah, Stacey Adams, like, he was calling, like, a fat pig, called her, like, Fat Albert or something, and all this crap, and said, like, the election was rigged and all this, like, blah, 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 and, yeah, he got fired. <laughs> but then, like, yeah, this guy gets fired, but it's, you know, he's going he's gonna to get hired again. Yeah, yeah. Even after what he did, he's probably going to get another job somewhere. Yeah. But still, you know, Tennessee fired his stupid ass. Yeah. And then there was that uh, woman from California that flew all the way to D.C. to be in the protest and got shot in the throat. Yeah. That was unfortunate for her, to be honest. But, you know. There's going to be so many stories that come out now, like in the next like little bit, uh, about like people who were there and what happened to them after. And it's just, yeah, a little, thir- little 30 for 30. <laughs> Yeah, for real. So we'll see. We'll see how you know things come go in the coming weeks. But you know, I think what like a week and a half or something until Biden is in, inaugurated and yeah, it's like the twentieth, isn't it? We'll see. Somewhere. Yeah, something like that. But we'll see. Like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, politics not my thing. You know, they're important, but I think they're stupid. But that's you know, we talked about that another time. Because, you know, something that actually makes us happy, makes us, you know, chill, music. You know, you can listen to music at any time. There's music for everybody. Music Mm -hmm. can make you happy. Whatever you're going through. I can't wait to see. There's going to be so many songs and stuff that comes out about this, I bet. I I already wait for D-Smoke to come out with, like, a little Little lyrical five-minute, just one verse, just about everything. Or J. Cole going off or something. You know, there's going to be a lot of, like, I don't know, probably, like, two-liners about rushing the capital, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, but, you know, this pad, like, we've been gone for, like, a month, guys. And you mm-hmm. know how before we were saying there's been no good music? 
you know, this past month, the only person that dropped was Playboy Cardi, and that shit was hot garbage, to be honest. But, uh, you know, we haven't got any new music. You know, we get a couple singles every now and then, but I haven't really listened to it. I've just been expanding my artists that I listened to the past few weeks. Mm. There's been no music coming out. But, Quinn, you had a question for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, New Year, 2021. Um, I think it was pretty universally uh, agreed upon that, like, Lil Baby was, you know, like, the MVP rap 2020. Um, he put out a lot of new stuff, and uh, you know he's featured on a lot of things too. His name was always in the conversation. I feel like for when new music was coming out, um, who do you think that guy or girl is going to be, both in the rap industry and in the R and B industry? Who's your Kendrick MVP? Lamar? Oh my gosh, that's who I had. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just started thinking about it. I'm like, bro, it's been going forever. You know, he was just on, I saw something on Twitter today. He was talking about his top albums, blah, blah, blah. And I think he's going to drop an album. And we're just going to be, oh, like, we're going to be turned up. But if somebody, if it's somebody other than Kendrick, it's going to be a big name, I think. I think a big name is going to have a really good year. Like J. Cole or somebody. Yeah, yeah like a J. Cole, Drake, like a Meek, something like that. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I just kept coming. I was just thinking. I was thinking about it. And I was like, "Hmm." So Pippa Butterfly was taken in front of like the White House, I think. And you had like, mm-hmm. I don't know, Kendrick Lamar has always been one to rap about social justice and things like that, and you've been very involved. So I was like, with everything going on, like this dude can't stay quiet forever. He has. He's to gotta be in the lab cooking something up. Right I know. Now. He's gotta be like album a week this whole year or something. I don't know. Yeah, he ain't yeah. dropped since 2017, man. Gotta yeah. have some music. Like yeah. if he hasn't been making music, the hell you been doing? You know, right. he's like five two. He can't be doing much. <laughs> <laughs> can't see. So, that. Uh, uh, need to be in the lab. But speaking of dropping things in 2017, um, my R and B, my R R&B I have two uh, for uh, this upcoming year. I have Ella May, who hasn't dropped an album. It was really more like an EP since 2018. And I got SZA. SZA just dropped a song, like, everybody went crazy over it, because it's been the first thing she's released since 20, well, she was on the Black Panther album in 2018, but 2017 was her only, here's her last official album, mm-hmm. and I think she's going to have a crazy year, I think both of them are going to pop off and do something. Um, yeah, I think SZA has a really uh, big fan base. She does. Like, I especially didn't... just because people, like, think she's really attractive, which she is. Yeah, and I always see people on Twitter talking about, uh, you know, SZA making music and dropping a new song and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Who do you got for your R&B MVP? I got, uh, since you had two, I got another one I can add. But obviously, you know, my boy Brent Fias, man. You know, he's he, he he's making his little come up, but I think he's going to drop an album this year. Uh-huh. And it's going to be, it's going to be super hot fire. You feel me? It's going to be super hot. Okay. Um, and second, I don't know if you know who this is. You might, because you listen to a lot of, like, R&B. But uh, Lucky Day. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, Lucky Day. I love I think, I think, I think he, like, more people start to hear him, he's going to, I think he's going to have a good year. His, yeah, Painted, his album Painted, I think was mm-hmm. one of the R&B albums of 2019, personally. Yeah. I think, I think this is his year, to be honest. Yeah. 2021. He's on the come up, like, 
for sure. For sure. There's a lot of like uh, R&B guys in the come up. Uh, what's this other guy's name? Um, I'm trying to think. I'd have to find it on my phone. Was <clears throat> this is the other guy that's uh, listened to and he's pretty solid too. Can't think of his name right now. Though. <clears throat> I think uh, Lucky Day was on. Do you, do you know who Queen Naji is? Naja. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a song on there that I actually just heard. I just heard like the other day, and it was them two together. And Lucky Day was off oh, fire. So good. Yeah, he's uh, he's solid. He he yeah. got good music. Yeah. Um. Did you see? You had to have seen it, but uh, um. Uh, the weekend's new face. What do you What do you think about that? That was not it. Yeah. I thought it was like a country star had a kid. That's what he would look like. You've seen that episode of uh, um, what's that show? Freaking uh, Atlanta, right? When they got like that fake Michael Jackson guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's freaking <laughs> what the weekend looks like. I know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Celebrities get money and then they they just do it. I guess. There's no way that's, bro. That's real, isn't it? I don't know. This uh, was a crazy week, bro. We got Storm into the Capitol. We got the weekend's face. Kim and Kanye getting a divorce. Apparently, Kanye's fucking Jeffrey Star. Jeffrey Star's freaking fucking Kanye. <laughs> one of the two. Like one day. That was yeah, all. And Drake. And That's Drake's true. got some freaking teenage white boy hair right now. <laughs> With a little heart in his head. I know. Yeah, what the hell? What's going on? I know. I'm in confusion. Yeah, that was wacky. Um, last thing I'll say. strange. Last thing I'll say about uh, the R&B before you know we get into some sports for the rest of the episode. Uh, 2021, I think for rap, but more so R&B, is about black women. I think black they're. Women? That's I think. Weird. I think they're gonna go crazy. I think Tiana Taylor is gonna have a great year. I think. Summer uh, Walker. Summer Walker. I think her. I think she's gonna have a great year. I think black women are going to go crazy in R&B this year. And Kehlani, Kehlani maybe, she drops another album. Um, yeah, Lucky Day's in one of her songs, too. Yeah, like Snow Allegra, who knows? People are going to, I think. She's bad. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Georgia Smith. Like, oh, my God. They're going to have a great year in music this year. So, yeah, fine. that'll be good. Um, but speaking of some other predictions, you know, the NBA's, you know, it's probably about eight games in or so, whatever, less, less than – 10, I think, for most teams. Um, but, you know, we got a couple games under our belts for all these teams. The Magic are somehow like 6-1 and one or something. and Not, not anymore. 6-2. Not anymore. I think they're 6-2. They and just two. lost folks, man. Yeah, they did. Um, but I want to know who your um, early, too early NBA, uh, NBA player predictions are going to be. So NBA. you want to know, who, you want to know, like, as of right now, who I – like, who's the MVP of the season so far? Or no, who's going to finish MVP? Or both? Who's going to finish MVP? Finish his MVP? Oh, come on now. Go can, James, baby. You can talk about, like, right now, too, though. All right, all right. So, first, you know, I'm, I'm going to pick a broad because, you know, I'm broad sexual tier two. Might be tier three because, you know, I've been giving some other people love lately. It's besides the point, you feel me? <laughs> um, You know, right now, who's playing really well? I mean, Loki Jokic is playing really well. He is. But... I'm starting to look at triple doubles as not that impressive anymore. 
I mean, like, they're cool, but I feel like I have to watch the game to really understand if the triple-double is really worth the triple-double. Like, I love Russ. And I'm not saying, like, some of his triple-doubles are kind of garbage. But then some of his triple-doubles are really good. And I'm not saying, like, saying one of his triple-doubles, you know, he's got, like, you know, 20, 15, and 15. That could be a garbage one. And a really good one could be, you know, 25, 10, and 10. Because, like, the way he does it. It's just, like, it's kind of hard just to, you know, look at the stats instead of watching the game. But if I had to pick someone that's MVP right now, I'm looking at, ah, well, I can't pick Bradley Beal because. Oh, that's what I thought you were going to pick. He's he's averaging five points than any other player in the league. He's averaging 34.3. Second is Steph at 29. Yeah. I don't want to give it because I don't think the the Warriors are going to be like a low seed in the West if they make it. Yeah. Unless Kelly Oubre starts playing like Kelly Oubre because he's been kind of garbage. Yeah. And I remember everybody was saying Luca was going to be MVP, and he's looked horrible, to be honest. Like, he's had maybe one good game. And I'm looking at it. I, Luke, I'm, I'm shooting 19% from three right now. Yeah, that's boo-boo. I'm looking at one of those boys for the Celtics. True. As MVP of the league right now. That's true. Because I've been telling people that I think, well, I, you know how I already think, you know, Tatum's top 10 in the league. You know, some people don't agree with me. That's fine. You know, he's definitely for sure top 15 on everybody's list. But Jalen Brown, he's an up-and-coming superstar. He is. Like he's starting to really – On and because, off. Yeah, because he off. can guard with the best of them. Like, he, he's, he's, got, he's built, he can guard, and he's been really efficient this year. Yeah. So, one of them, and I don't know, like, right now, like, I've, I'm really impressed with what I've seen from the both of them. They're both averaging 26, and the Celtics are playing really well. Yeah, um, without so, Kemba. Yeah, without Kemba too, uh, and they still got. I mean, they got Daniel Tice and they got Tristan Thompson at center. Yeah, I think Tristan Thompson is going to help them a lot especially in the playoffs. Great rebounder, great rebounder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but my MVP is going to be uh, the Slender Man himself, Kevin Durant. He's averaging twenty eight right now. Um, yeah, he's, and I think like for him, he's just like getting back into it. I don't think people have really seeing what he's capable of yet. Uh, but I think he'll come back and he'll get an MVP. Uh, but my most improved player is – might surprise some people, but he's been playing real well right now. He's averaging, let's see, 25 points on 53% from the field, 51% from three, um, two rebounds, three assists a game. Can I guess? Yeah, what's your, what's your guess? Is he in the east or the west? East. Zach Levine? No. Okay. Go on, I got Colin Sexton. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's he's, crazy he's, right in, he's in my top four for, like, you know. I've been saying all year that – well, I haven't been saying all year, but I have commented on a few things on Twitter that Sexton's, like, most improved. Yeah, yeah. I just see him. I mean, the, the Cavs are 4-4. Four four. They're not going to make the playoffs. But I look at this dude right now. He has heart. You've seen that yeah. video locking up like there that that backcourt is getting really good. Like Darius Garland's in his second year, Sexton's yeah. in what his third year. Yeah. And yeah, I think they're gonna be good in, you know, soon. I agree. And I think I think Sexton will win. Um uh, most improved. Okay. Before yesterday, I had a pick and his name is Markel Folks. Mm-hmm. But you know, he tore his ACL yesterday. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing because I think 
he deserved, well, like, as of right, like, before it happened, he deserved it, especially everything, you know, he's been through so far as in the league. Right. And then he came back and, you know, I don't know, I see the dude making some plays and he doesn't look like a bum. You know, yeah. when they drafted him, I mean, they thought he was a scrub, but he's been hoping. And, you know, it was cool. But, like, I like the Colin Sexton pick. I also think, um, what's his face? I, like I said, Zach Levine. He might be an all-star this year because he's – him and Kobe White are, you know, just as good as any other backcourt right now. Zach Levine will get – Zach Levine, even though he averaged like 20-something this year, and he's probably only averaging like two or three. But if the Bulls make the playoffs somehow, then I think, you know, Zach Levine could be the most improved player. Because normally like the most improved player is like a player that was good, but then that player makes the all-star. Because you look at it, it was what? Pascal. Uh, Brandon Ingram last year, first uh, all-star. Pascal was the year before. Even, like, Giannis, I think he made his first all-star when he got most improved. So I'm thinking of someone that's going to be on the all-star team, you know, playing an all-star level. Zach Levine's not. The most improved. There's no way Zach Levine gets it. This dude's been in the league for seven years already, and it's almost always given to a young guy. Always. I don't know, man. I don't know. If he I- averages 30... No, I don't. He, he was averaging uh, in, tw- in the twenties last year. Like, yeah, I think no, what last year, Brandon, Brandon Ingram, right? Yeah, he went up like eight points, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's still like he's still a young dude uh, on a new team. Like he was playing well. I just Zach Levine's a great player, but I, at some point, like he's <laughs> he's just too old to win MVP or most improved player. Um, you think so? Yeah, I think I don't think there's a chance he gets it. But that's just my opinion. Who do you have for rookie? Before, well, before the season started, I had uh, um, Michael Porter Jr. winning. Okay. okay. But I haven't seen him do anything this year. Yeah, I haven't really been following his stats that closely. But the Nuggets aren't playing well at all right now. No. Only Jokic is. Like, Jamal Murray's not playing like Bubble Murray right now. He's playing well, but yeah. Well, his first few games, he was shoot like, single-digit points. Well, he could have one twenty put. Oh, <laughs> that's the only time you remember. <laughs> the only time I've seen his stats, and that was when he had like thirty six against the Wolves. Like, yeah, oh. that was like his one thirty point game. This year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got cooked by them. Jokic had like eighteen, eighteen, and eighteen, or some some crazy like that. Like, All right, bro, come on. Um, yeah, who's your who's your rookie of the year though? As of right now, they probably I think. They could give rookie of the year to, I don't know, all top three picks are kind of playing well now. Like yeah. Melo had a rough start, but, you know, he's been averaging like 14 points the last like six games, I think, something like that. James Wiseman, I mean, he looks like he's going to be good in the league. You know, he's big. He runs the floor. He can hit the outside shot. You know, he doesn't look like he's weak in the paint against like, you know, these you yeah. know, guys that have been around for a while. And then even Anthony Edwards. You know, he's probably third on that list, like, for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. But I definitely think it would be one of those three. Uh-huh. Like, so far in the season. I'm probably going to go with – I think I'm going to go with Wiseman just because LaMelo doesn't start. Mm. And I don't think he's going to start this year because Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier have proven themselves that they deserve to start in the NBA. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, was try- I was trying to decide between Wiseman and uh... – God damn, the Wolves are down 25 at half to the uh, Blazers. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't Luka win most improved last year? 
I thought he did. Was B.I. years ago? B.I. was two years ago, and then Siakam is the year before. Because um, I think so. Because Lucas said that Devontae Graham should have won, and which I agree with. Devontae Graham should have won most improved last year. Okay. Because he was playing out of his mind. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I was trying to decide between uh, LaMelo and James Wiseman. Uh, And I think LaMelo's going to win it. Because I think James Wiseman is going to be the most valuable player to their team. Like, I think the Warriors mm-hmm. need uh, Wiseman a lot more than the Hornets need LaMelo Ball. Because well, LaMelo is going to be, like, better statistically. Yeah, and, and the like Hornets already have, like, they have Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier. Like, they already have, like, good guards, like, good point guards. And, he, like, LaMelo is a very different point guard than them. Like you said, he comes off the bench. But you also think, like, the league, I think it'd be good for the league and good for, like, the fan base if LaMelo won, just because he's such a bigger, much bigger name than James Wiseman. Um, just, like, for his name, and he's just been bouncing around, you know, all, you know the story. Everybody knows the story of the balls. Yeah, he's, like, the biggest rookie name in yeah, the past, like, like, five like, years. When they were trying to get Zion and LeBron in the first-round matchup against each other. Yeah. It's just, like, people I want LaMelo's hype. I don't know if his hype skill level is bigger than Zion's, but like his hype just around his name is bigger than what Zion. Exactly, exactly. I think to me, if I was the Warriors, like I would want Wiseman on my team. That's what they need. If I was the Hornets, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know if I was the Hornets, what I would want. But like I think Wiseman would definitely be more important to the Warriors than Lamelo would be to the um, um, to the Hornets. So that's my my opinion on that, but. All right, I got, I got, what do you think about six men? Because I six. have an answer for this. Yeah. I didn't really think about six men yet. Lamella Ball. Right, well, I'll just give you mine. <laughs> so, at, before the start of the year, I was thinking Karis, Karis LeVert was for sure going to win it. Okay, yeah. Coming off the bench. But since, I know he, he doesn't start, even though Dinwiddie got hurt, because they start that Luau Kabarat guy. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, I don't know if Karras is going to have much, as much of an impact. Like, it seemed like he'd have more of an impact since then when he got hurt, so he'd be playing more minutes. But I'm going to give it to an old, an old head that hasn't won it before. But somehow this dude averages, like, a cool 20 every night just coming off the bench. And, you know, we don't really think about him. But Terrence Ross, oh, every geez. time I check the box that, score, the that man has at least 20 uh, points. <laughs> Like every time I've been checking the box score this year when they play, dude has like you know an easy twenty, and you know he's coming off a bench for a Magic team who's you know second in the East right now. Will it last to the end of the year? Probably not. Yeah. But still, you know he's he's having a pretty good year. I mean, I'm kind of like disappointed that Fultz got hurt. Like, mm. I don't know. It's kind of hurting, but you know he's averaging twenty points this year. Yeah, he and is. The, you know Schroeder and Montrez averaged nineteen last year, and they came first and second. You know, twenty points off the bench. That's pretty damn good. Uh, um, I'll go with another bucket getter. I don't. I like the. I like the Terrence Ross pick, um, but I'll go with another bucket getter, which is Jordan Clarkson. Uh, he's been he's been hooping on the Jazz right now. Yeah, like last year he started hooping, hooping for the Jazz. Yeah, he's carried over to this year as well. I think he's averaging like fifteen a game or something like this year. But I saw when they were playing the Wolves. Uh, I think, like, the Wolves were up by, like, 15 with, like, five minutes to go. And Clarkson had, like, 15 straight points for them or something to bring it, like, within, like, an actual game. 
and like, he can score. Like I, I would, he, he can get buckets, and he's pretty young. But he I like got him in tats and became a bucket getter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, he doesn't really like rebound or pass the ball very well. or play defense, but he can score the ball. Score the ball. So, um, honestly, that if come off the bench, it's like that's all you need. Um, but who do you have for uh, winning it all this year? I think this one's pretty easy, an easy pick. But you winning know, it all. I mean, I, I got a I still even after the Dinwiddie injury, I got a Lakers Nets finals. Okay. Like for some reason. Like, yeah, I live in Milwaukee, but I don't really have much faith in the Bucks this year for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the Sixers and the Celtics are going to be trouble for someone. And, then, you know, there's always the heat. So, I mean, the Bucks will be in those top four teams, like probably in, like, you know, semifinals. But I feel like for some reason, I just think those teams are – they can – I think they can beat the Bucks. Like, the Bucks just look beatable so far this year. You know, last year, like, they were just running through everybody easily. But, you know, they look beatable. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I forgot someone. And most improved. I forgot somebody. Oh, I who? forgot somebody. Julius Randle. Oh, yeah. Julius Randle. The Knicks look that good. Man is, yeah. That man, yeah, with Austin Rivers on their team now, they actually look like, you know, they could make an eight seed. But, yeah, he looks – he's been playing really well. Like, he's almost averaging a triple-double right now. I think he's got, like, 27, 11, and 8 or something. Yeah. But, yeah, he's playing well. I remember on the Lakers, he was mainly just, like – a big guard who just like played inside, but this dude's hitting like step backs and threes, like pull up. When jump, uh, the buck. When he was with the Pelicans for that one year, he played. He played well then too. Yeah. But then last year was kind of a down season, but this year he's been he's been hooping, hooping. Yeah, no, he's been good. And the, the Knicks actually look like a decent team. <clears throat> yeah, they do. They don't look like a bunch of scrubs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have the Lakers winning it all too. I think it's theirs to lose. They got better. Since last season as well, Marcus Saul, I think it's going to be like low key a very valuable asset to them. Yeah. Well, not, so far Marcus Saul has been doing no, no, better. Not like <laughs> not like a put up fifteen and twenty a game, but I think he's going to be a good like glue guy for them. He's a good locker room presence. He's a good leader. Um, I think he'll like. I think he's what the Lakers need because Lakers have a lot of people that can go out and score the ball and kind of do their own thing. But I think Marcus Gasol is going to be one of those people that just, like, keeps everybody together. The only thing I don't like about Marcus Gasol is, like, yeah, offensively he's cool, but I don't think he's got any type of defensive intimidation at all. Like, he's just – like, last year, look at what their bigs. They had Dwight. Well, at first they had DeMarcus, and they had JaVale. Like, yeah, JaVale's a – you know, he's still he's a little weird and stupid mm-hmm. on the court. But, you know, driving in, JaVale, you know, he's going to block a shot. And then Dwight's buff-ass is in the paint. When you look at Marcus Soil, I don't know. He's just not, you know, he's not going to push you around. He's, you know, he's not going to box you out hard and get rebounds. But I guess that's what Montrez is for. But he's just, like, a little undersized for being the big. Because other than Gasol, He can step back to the three. He's a good shooter. He's just he's a tough dude. He's a veteran. I think he's just going to bring some good leadership to that to that team um, and kind of keep everything. I would have uh, rather kept Dwight over him, but, you know, I'm not in office, you feel me? Yeah. Um, but I have the Lakers winning it all. I think it'll be either the Nets or the Celtics. I think that's going to be the Eastern Conference final. Uh, like, if the Celtics get Kemba back, I could see them beating the Nets. I really could. I, it's like Kemba, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, 
I think it's going to be mismatches. So many mismatches on and, uh, both Thompson. sides. Yeah. yeah. And I like no nobody's going to be able to stop KD or Kyrie, but man, the Celtics they look good. They look good. They got mm-hmm. great too. And you know, it might come down to coaching. Steve Nash hasn't coached at all, but we'll see. I really like Jared Allen. He's been playing really well. Yeah. He just had like 19 and 18 on Rudy Gobert. Like he was bullying Rudy Gobert. Everybody's mm-hmm. defensive player of the year, even though I think Rudy Gilbert is overrated as hell. But he's been doing him in, at least last game he did. Um, but who's your sleeper? Who's your sleeper team? Yeah, my sleeper. Uh, Please uh, don't say the same team as me. I have the Pacers. <laughs> is that your team? <laughs> yes, bro. So bonus has been going crazy. Bro, they, have, they have three guys averaging 20. Victor Oladipo is averaging, yeah. averaging 20. Sabonis is averaging 20. Malcolm Brogdon is averaging 23. Even TJ Warren, that dude went crazy in the bubble. He was 15, averaging 15. Yeah. Miles like Turner. TJ, TJ Warren is their fourth option now. But last year in the bubble, he was like their number one option. But Sabonis is, you know, he's going to be, he was an all star last year. He'll probably be an all star again. Even though he's not like probably going to be fun to watch in the all star, he's definitely an all star. Yeah. And then Brogdon is, I don't know, that boy, like he's efficient. He's an efficient scorer. Like, he's one of those, you know, 50, 40, 50, 90 type of guys. Um, and then, you know, Oladipo. Brothers, too. Like, I think I they have a good record right now. But don't I think, they have Jeremy Lamb as well? Uh, he's hurt, though. I don't know. Dude. I, I know. think Jeremy Lamb hurts hurt because he definitely tore his ACL last year. They also have that dude from Butler who's a freshman, or a rookie, um, Kalan Martin. Like, I remember yeah, he, he used to cook Marquette. I haven't really seen him play yeah. at all. I don't really know how yeah, he's – they still have uh, – so yeah, they got the Holiday Brothers. They still have Jeremy Lamb. They got um, they got Dougie McBuckets. TJ McConnell. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, I, you know, Miles Turner is pretty good. He's a little soft for me, but he's good. Soft. But, like, they have, like, a decently deep roster. It's not – Yeah. They have 10 players that can play. Like that, but they're a well-rounded team. So, mm-hmm. I could see them. I could see them playing well. I have another team. Okay. Just because you said the Pacers. And they're in the East as well. The only problem is they're a horrible defensive team. But don't say the Wizards. Please don't say the Wizards. No. Well, okay. the Wizards are a horribly defensive team. But this yeah. team can score with anybody in the league. The Atlanta Hawks. True. True. They can score with anybody in the league. If they can just figure out their defense, like they get their draft pick, Big O, to play because, you know, he's a big body in the middle. Like, John mm. Collins has been playing out of his mind. You know what you're going to get from Trey Young every night. But, they they, like, look who they ha- – do you see who they have coming off the bench, though? They have Rondo, Gallinari, and Bogdanovich off the bench. That's crazy. Three dudes that could start. Because Cam Reddish, like I've said, Cam Reddish is going to be good. He's actually playing well this year, finally. Yeah, yeah. And then also they have Clint Capella. They got that Bruno Fernando guy from Maryland. Remember him? Mm-hmm. And then they have freaking – DeAndre Hunter, who's a lockdown defender, and he, you know, he's he's all, he's like a three and D guy, but you know, he's he's getting much better. And they yeah. have Kevin Herter, who has a wet ball. Like that team has some weapons Andrew, offensively. I this year. And, yeah, uh, they have good defenders. So, they just don't play good team defense. Yeah, if they can, like, if uh, I forget the coach's name, but if they can start playing some defense, I mean, they can upset a team like the Pacers can in a seven game series. I think. Maybe not this year because they're a little young, 
Yeah. I don't know. I think Rondo's going to help a lot. That's a good that team. I know. Playoff Rondo, different. Different. Facts. Who knows? Facts. Who knows? Um, but, all right, that's enough NBA. You know, it's early in the season. So, we'll, we'll when we get back into our, our normal little schedule, we'll be breaking down games and all that. And mm-hmm. So, uh, but we got the NFL right now in the playoffs. We have the first round of the playoffs Saturday and Sunday, um, the wild card round. And they have a new format, which is they have one team as a bye uh, in, each, in each conference. So the uh, Packers and uh, Chiefs both have byes. Um, but now they're starting to think about uh, awards. So who do you have as your MVP of the 2020-21 NFL season? I already know what you're going to say. Yeah. So I'm gonna go against I'm gonna go against the grain on this one. So first, okay. like Mahomes didn't play all fifth all sixteen games. He played fifteen. You know, maybe if he plays the last game, he probably gets to five thousand yards and maybe throws, you know, two, three touchdowns. But even then, you know, Rogers still might have a better year. But I'm not taking either of them. Because I want Derek Henry to win the MVP. <laughs> Why? Because, like, I understand Rodgers probably had one of his best seasons of his career. And no disrespect to him. Like, if he wins, I'm not going to be disappointed. Yeah. But Derrick Henry, bro, you know, he's like the ninth guy ever to rush for 2,000 yards. He's leading in rushing. I think he's second in touchdowns. Uh-huh. But he averages five yards a carry, bro. If you give it to him every single play, he's going to get a first down every two plays. That's unless what that means. Pa- unless they're playing the Packers, then he won't do anything. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But, yeah, the Packers did play good against him. But – that man, I just like when I look at most valuable, like obviously you look at the name of most valuable, you look at the team he's on, and then you look at, uh, you know, like how they are. Do you, do, you, do you consider weapons, like other weapons on that team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm to get to that. So, All first, right. when I look at it, I look at last year as well. Because if I'm, I'm even last year and this year, because you know they upset the Ravens last year. Yeah. But why did they upset the Ravens? Because they just gave it to Derrick Henry every play. They've been coaching through for like. Yeah, Tannehill threw like 70 yards. He threw like 70 yards. And yes, they have a pretty decent offensive line, which is understandable. But, bro, I don't know, man. That dude's that dude's ridiculous. Like, he's that big, and he still runs like a 4-4. That is crazy. It sucks that, like, if Derrick Henry, if there wasn't so much credit going to the offensive line, Derrick Henry yeah. But it's kind of hard not to just, give it to the court, a quarterback as yeah. well. When you think about like all the pressure that all these different position players are under, like the running back relies the most on the offensive line. To, yeah, that's 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 probably why a lot of running backs don't win. So. Yeah, that's probably why a lot of running backs don't win. But I mean, I just look at the valuable, like Aaron Rodgers. Like when the Packers don't have Rodgers, they're just they're just they're disgusting. Exactly. Like exactly. I, like I've been in Wisconsin the last four years, and I see what happens when Rodgers isn't there. But, I, I, I mean, we've never seen Derrick Henry, you know, really not playing. And, like, yeah, they have good weapons. But I don't know. If, you if like, you had, like, a Deshaun Watson or, like, a Russell Wilson on that Titans team, mm-hmm. I don't know. They, they might be – they'd be different. Like, no – like, I think Tannehill's solid. Like, Tannehill, Tannehill can run, but I think he's just too inconsistent throwing the ball. Like, he doesn't throw a whole lot of picks, but he's just, like, you know, he's not an elite-level quarterback. No, he's not. Uh, yeah, like I said, if it was if Derrick Henry, there wasn't so much credit going to the offensive line. I think he would. I think a lot more running backs would get it. But I think he, Derrick Henry should he, come second. 
I don't think so. If you take Mahomes off that, I mean, I guess they just lost without Mahomes, but they didn't have a lot of players play. Like, if you put another quarterback in there, you know, I think they're still chilling. Like, they still win 10 games. I do have something that upsets me, and maybe this is – and I'll get into why Rodgers is going to be the MVP in a second. But um, I'm kind of mad, and I think this might just be because of their record, but Deshaun Watson is getting no love at all. Yeah. He had one of the. He had. Did you see what JJ Watt said? Yeah, he said we wasted one of your years. He had the most. I remember any quarterback. Yeah, I mean, and, if Mahomes played, Mahomes would have the most. Yeah, but you know he doesn't. Um, I remember at the start of the year, I had Deshaun Watson my top five quarterbacks, and I still do. Yeah. He might be three because Russell Wilson just fell off out of nowhere. But I think he's gonna play really well in the playoffs. But you know, it's another story after we can get to that. Yeah, yeah like, continue your MVP. He had like 33 touchdowns and like seven interceptions for like on a team where they don't really don't have any like they have Will Fuller, but that's Will, about- I mean they have their best receiver their best because Will Fuller missed the last six weeks, but they have Brandon Cooks. Yeah, and I mean Brandon Cooks is okay, but he hasn't been the same since New Orleans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they don't have like these big name receivers, and like when you look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers will make a receiver a big name receiver. We saw that with James, like when James Jones was in Green Bay, he was like a really, really good receiver, like one of the better in the league. And then he went to he went to Oakland, you know, Oakland dude. And did nothing exactly. Um, and I think it is important to think about the weapons you have around you. And can you can you imagine if Hopkins was still there? Yeah, I know that that'd be crazy. I think we yeah honestly, if Hopkins was there. Deshaun Watson might be MVP. Like his pocket presence, bro. Like if you, I don't know if you watched him play a lot this year, but he just be stuck <laughs> under yeah. time. Um, ridiculous. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers, forty-eight touchdowns, five interceptions, highest completion percentage, highest quarterback rating, and like when you think about the draft of Jordan Love, first round, what does this mean for Aaron Rodgers? Is he giving up on the team? No, he did yeah. not. If you look at the outside, and. I mean, Devonta Evans is the best receiver in the league, in my opinion. Um, so like, I, I put him at two now. He has a great receiver. Like that's, hey, that's just, 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 that's just, healthy. just, that's just, healthy. just, um, but he makes receivers good receivers. He makes MVS look like, well, MVS played like when he wants to like catch the ball. Yeah, he plays like last year. Nelson Aguilar. Oh, Aguilar had a good good year this year. Um. But like he makes guys look good, and he throws to a lot of different uh, receivers. I mean, Robert Tunyon, a freshman. Uh, why do I keep saying freshman? A rookie. I mean, he's got the most. I think one of the most touchdowns of any tight end. And Mahomes just like he has, he has weapons all around the place. You know, like he has Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. He has a lot, a lot of people to throw to. Um, he obviously had a great year. That's why I think he'll finish second. But I think you have to consider the narrative a little bit. And I love the credit again. Like, if you're a quarterback, goes to the offensive line. Like, they had a great offensive line. Doc, David Bakhtiari is one of the best left tackles in football. And uh, I, I was looking at their stats, and I thought I saw out of the top 10 quarterbacks that, like, finished in the highest passing yards, Aaron Rodgers had the second fewest sacks in of all of them. I think that number one was Phillip Rivers. He had, like, one less or something. Um, so Rivers wasn't getting sacked, huh? Yeah, he had 19 sacks on the year. Rodgers had 20. Carson Wentz had like 19 in one game because bum ass. <laughs> I know. So I think that's why Rodgers will, Rodgers will win it. 
I got a question for you. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you got your MVP. But the Chiefs or the Bucks, who has a better weapons offensively? Minus the quarterback. Minus so running backs. Pretty much running backs, tight ends, and just the skills positions. Um they're both pretty good. I'd probably say the Chiefs. Stephon Diggs is good, but like he really Stephon Diggs. Um the Bucks, not the Bills. Oh, they said the Bills. Okay. Um oh, yeah. Chiefs easily won that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's tough. I'd probably still say the Chiefs though. Like Travis Kelsey might be one of the best tight ends of all time. At the end of his career, and Tyreek Hill. Well, I mean, you can say that about Gronk too. He's not yeah, in the prime anymore. But. Kelsey's had, he had a much better year. Um, I'd, I'd probably say the Chiefs. What about you? I'm going with the Bucks because I I say Mike let's, Evans. Let's, maybe if you compare the well, Mike Evans has a thousand yards every season he's been in the league, even yeah. with Jameis with Tom Brady. But if you look at their receivers first, so we got like the top three receivers. Let's go with that. So for the uh, the Chiefs, they got Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, and McCall Hardman. All dudes that run like four twos down near. Sammy Watkins might be a four three. And then we looked at Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and is it Mark? What's his first name? Godwin. What's Godwin? Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. Yeah. I think those three Bucks receivers have more talent than. Wait, were you talking about running backs too, or no? Yeah, I'm gonna get to it. Okay. I'm still going to take the Bucs with running backs. Say Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Even though Leonard Fournette's had a kind of Never. garbage year, he's still a very capable running back. Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, they got Le'Veon Bell, but he's not Le'Veon Bell. But you can say the same that AB is not AB. Yeah. As well. But Le'Veon Bell and Edward Tiller are like also very capable running backs. That could be almost, you know, that can go either way. And then tight ends, Chiefs, obviously, because Gronk isn't. Gronk from like four years ago. Yeah, but yeah, I just want to see what you think. I don't know. I know a lot of people that take the Chiefs over the the Bucks. So do you think I don't feel Mahomes, like like Mahomes and Brady switch teams? Do you think like like what what do you think would happen? Like, do you think the Bucks have a lot better record? Think, yeah, because the Bucks have a better defense than the Chiefs. They do a much better defense. And, I mean, you know, you never know, but yeah, obviously, I think Mahomes is the better quarterback, so Mahomes would have a better team. Yeah, I'm, I just know there's like some Brady people out there that'll be like, oh, Tom Brady's just like, you know, he's just any team he's I mean, he did have a good year. I'm not going to yeah. lie. He had a good year, but he does have all the weapons in the world to throw to. Um, but yeah, my AirPods are about to die, so let's hurry up. <laughs> uh, what is, do you know what the injury update is on Mike Evans? What his thing is? Nah, they said he's going to play. Okay. Yeah, okay, I just saw that. Um, all right, let's make, let's, uh, so let's make picks for the games. Okay. Okay. All right. Actually, just first say you think's gonna win it all. Actually. Uh. Well, you already. I got the Packers winning it all. The Packers. Okay. I got. I got. I got, I got, I got the Chiefs. I'm okay. really excited to see the Bucks play the Packers though. If that happens, I'm assuming it will because I don't think Washington's gonna win. I just want to see state the State Farm matchup between. Um, yeah, I think that would be a really good Super Bowl. Yeah, I think the Bucks will make a run though. I think if if they they I think they will beat the uh, Washington football team. I think if they come to Lambeau, that'll be a good game. I think that might be the toughest game yeah. for the Packers. The only thing, I, the only reason why I think the Bucks might beat the Packers 
is because last year when the Packers played the Niners in the regular season, they got blown out. Then they played them again, they got blown out. Mm-hmm. I think because didn't they get blown out by the Bucks this year? Or am I tripping? Yeah. So yeah, I think like that's the only thing that might happen. But the well, way Rodgers has been playing this year, I don't know, bro. He's been on a different level. Must well, be nice to have a good quarterback. Lambo said uh, that they're having fans now come. Some okay, fans. that'll be that'll be big time because that crowd goes crazy. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Let's do picks quick though. Uh. We got Colts. Colts. Bills. At Bills. 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 Uh, Rams, I actually think I'm gonna get all six of these games right. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I think I will too. Uh, Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks. Jared Goff's not playing, even though he's bogus. He's a bum. I might do a parlay, low key. Bucks at Washington. You know, if the Eagles made it, man, I'm going to Eagles <laughs> face, but <laughs> I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks. If we were, if we were, I mean, I, I actually, I actually think that might be a good game. I think it will too. Yeah, I want to see Chase strip sack Tom Brady and run it in. I already know. Uh, that'd be kind of cool for him. I don't know. I just don't think they have enough offensively. I mean, they are good with Alex Smith, but we'll see. Uh-huh. Alright, yeah, I got the Seahawks. Sorry, I, I didn't talk. Yeah, I got the Seahawks. Um, and since I'm real behind right now, I'm like minus five, or plus five, whatever in the picks. Uh, I'm gonna go Washington. I think they're gonna beat Tom Brady. No, I don't think that, but I have to pick it to get my pick record up. Of all the games you picked, that one—that's your like closest game. I think could go either way. Other upsets too. Okay. Um, so you actually do think you're gonna get all six right? How many weeks left? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Baltimore at Titans. For say, I'm true. I thought you said Baltimore at Ravens. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a good game. But the Ravens are playing really well right now. Like they've been putting up thirty every game. And I know the Titans got that boy, Derrick Henry, and I was just, you know, on his meat like 15 minutes ago. But I believe in I believe in Lamar. I need him to get his first play, uh, playoff win, and I think it's going to happen. Okay. I thought you were going to pick the Titans. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go with the Titans in this one. I'm going to pick them. Um, Bears, I think that's the closest pick. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Bears at Saints. A little rematch. With a little slap in the face. I got the Saints. <laughs> I got Saints, too. Uh, last one, Browns at Steelers. So the Browns don't have any of their like coaches playing or going to be at the game. I think yeah. that's kind of a disadvantage. No Odell, even though they've played well without Odell. I'm going to go with the Steelers. And the Steelers are still a solid team. They're just, you know. Mike Tomlin's uh, great coach. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I have the Steelers, too, in that one. But I think they'd be close. The Browns seem to always, like, Playing close games. Uh, yeah, but, but but other than like your Packers, who do you think has can make a good run in the playoffs? We didn't. I don't know if we said that one. Oh, um, I have the Bills doing that. The Bills. Yeah. I already think the Bills are going to the like the championship game against the Chiefs. Okay. I already have that locked in. So I got a team in the the what is it the NFC, and I've been backing this team all year. And I believe in Russell Wilson. And even though he threw that pick in the end zone, I think he's a PTP primetime player. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just think I, I, I feel like, you know, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson and those guys that just, you know, find a way to win, yeah. like regardless of their weapons. Like, even though 
Russell Wilson has a terrible defense. Somehow he's just going to, you know, throw for, you know, go crazy running around, and DK is going to moss a couple people. Yeah. yeah, I just have faith in them. Pete Carroll over there on the sideline. That's Brandy Love, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but, all right. I, I think you're up by five. What, you want to just call it five? You're up by five right now for picks. I mean, you know. But what everybody thinks was going to happen? That I was going to lose? Come on now. Come on now. Come on now, guys. You know, I got back. Went back and forth. But last week, I took a bit of a lead. Hey, I'm a PTP. I'm a PTP Jew when it comes to picks. Okay. Well, I mean, I got to get all these wrong, and what you'll be uh, like down three now. Yeah. Well, we have two or three different ones. Two. Uh, two. Yeah. Hey, I kind of feel bad for the Dolphins though. I know. Three games and don't make it. That's tough. Yeah, that's bound to happen. Yeah. One of those teams. Had yeah, to one of those teams are gonna have ten games and not make it. They Is must it be so mad. Washington football teams in, and they're not. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, one more thing that was kind of big. How do you feel about the Eagles low-key choking that game on purpose? I didn't like it. Uh, Yeah, I thought it was bullshit. I was like, if at the end of the day, if you move up three picks from nine to six, it's you're not gonna, it's not, not like you're going to be like a number one pick or anything like that. It's not going to make a huge difference on your team. And I was I was just ashamed to see it, really. Like, you like, kept, I'm not going to lie. Out of the I'm playoff. not going to lie. I wasn't really worried if the Eagles won or not, but I wanted to see Jalen Hurts play. I wanted to see because he's going to be the quarterback next year. I don't think we're going to keep wins. He wants a trade. Like, I want to see Jalen Hurts playing a close game, win a close game, or, you know, come up a little short and learn from it. Like, that's what I wanted to see going forward. And I don't know. Like, Sudfield, like, yeah, he's a good dude. You know, he's been there four yeah, years, but I was gonna say, he's, he's garbage. Doug Peterson came in before the game and was like, oh, we're going to get Sudfield some reps tonight. I was like, this dude's been in the league for, like, five years? Uh, he has been, like – I mean, this is, like, probably one of the like, – I guess – I think, it, like, I, you know, I watch a lot of Eagles football. So this has been, like, one of the only times that Sudfield could actually really play. But if they're going to do that, might as well just, let him, you know, play the second quarter or something. I don't know. Not the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, Hurts wasn't having a great game, but, like, no, you have to leave him in there. You have to try to win that game. If you're, if yeah. It's got like but for Giants, keeping them out. Giants fans, like I don't think y'all can be blaming the Eagles. You know, you guys were uh, five and seven a few weeks ago in first place, chilling, and you guys went one and three. So pick up your shit and maybe you make the playoffs. And don't blame us for you know. Don't put don't put your fortune in our hands. All right. So you know, go you, about your day. You so what? You guys need to heal up. You have so many injuries. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to win the division next year. We're going to make the playoffs. Ooh. Hurts. Ooh. We're not making the playoffs? No, you're, not, you're not winning the division, I don't think. Who's winning the division? I got Washington again. Washington? Yeah, they can get... They won seven games. They're healthy. They have a full team. No, Terry McLaurin's up. No, he's not. He played last week. Oh, he was up for... He missed one game, yeah, the, against the Panthers, and they lost, yeah. Yeah, I think I think they have they have the best defense in the NFC East, so I think they're gonna. I think they're. Yeah, gonna, that's true. That's yeah. true. But we're about to draft the freaking All Pro linebacker. You've you never traded for one Pro Bowler since like two thousand and eight or something. Hey Quinn, you don't think I fucking know that, bro? I know we drafted. <laughs> I know we know we draft well in the first round. Yeah, well, you know we have. We drafted Lane Johnson. He's a Pro Bowler. All right, tackle. We drafted him fourth like five years ago. But you need to clean house. 
Have you? No, no, no. Because we still got a, you know, we have a good offensive line. We're getting freaking Marquise Goodwin. Remember him from the 49ers, super fast? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, he, he opted out this year. So, do you see all the uh, wide receivers that are available? There's so many good wide receivers that, like, are available to be signed. And if we get one of those, you know. Dude, you guys don't have a bad, you have that bad of a defense. That's just our secondary. We had dope, bro. You know it's bad? I don't know if you saw me tweet this, but you know it's bad when me, I don't know players that are playing on the Eagles defense. Like, you know it's bad then. Like, if I have no idea who they are, it's bad. Yeah, well, and we'll, we'll fix up I, our secondary. Yeah, that's that's all next season. We got we got some more. Yeah, yeah. Back to talk yeah it's almost baseball season in like a month and a half. <laughs> Gotta get back to work, baby. Oh yes, yeah, true. Yeah, but you know, uh, first episode in like a month. I don't know how long it was, but at least an hour. Hope you guys enjoyed it, man. You know, this little thing says road to one k. I already got there, so road to ten k. <laughs> you feel me, J Torrell? Subscribe. Hit that shit right now, baby. Uh, go listen to our other episodes. Yeah, go follow Quinn on Instagram, BBQ Faith, man. Come on, go get go get us, go show him some love. You guys want to show me love, cool, but you know, I doubt it, but whatever. If you're still here, man, there's a kiss for you, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hope everybody had a good uh, New Year's, and we'll probably be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll be sure. We'll be back. We got nothing else going on. Close this out, Quinlan. I know you like it. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll see y'all next week. W.